love makers, welcome back to our third episode. It's me, Cora, your love making lady. Today is my 10th anniversary with my dear husband, Frank. Part of our anniversary tradition is that we try to meet as strangers and have a new first date every year on our anniversary. It's very romantic, it's very arousing, and part of that is I like to get my hair done in a style that Frank has never seen me in before. Uh, because it is very important to men to have sex with strangers, and that's something we don't really acknowledge as a society very much, but men do love making love to a stranger, and, and God bless them. So I try to help Frank with that by transforming each year into a mysterious, erotic new creature for him uh, through hair and makeup and new corset, new toe ring. And, and so this year, I got some micro braids put in with beads. The beads are red, white, blue, and purple, and I'm loving it. I look real different. Like, I don't even know if he'll recognize me. And that's kind of the whole point. So, total success. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling sexy. I'm just hanging out in this Starbucks until uh, I actually have to go meet him at the La Quinta. So, I can't wait to take your calls. Let's have them. Let's do this. Hey, Cora. Uh, my name is Louis, um, and I have a question for you. It's a little bit personal. And I was just, you know, I saw your author photo on your Amazon page. I love your, all of your books. I mean, if you call them that. And I just was thinking that after I saw your photo, you could help me with my question, which is, do you have any tips for people that are, I wouldn't say morbidly obese, but obese and how to have, they can, you know, greater enjoy their uh alone time because it's like at this point you know i've gained about an extra 150 pounds in the last two years and it you know it's because of my dad and and, and you know getting fired from cpk and you know it's a whole thing and we don't need to go into that but it's like i just thought that after i saw you you would know like are there any tips you know to get just actually to get it the two, you know, my wife is also quite big, and to get the two areas to connect that need to connect, which is just physically not possible right now. So any help you could have at all would be great. Thank you. Lewis, if we can get a rover on Mars, I promise you that I can get you and your wife together again, maybe even tonight. I want you to go to the nearest Target and get a silicon bunt pan. Now, a bunt pan is its a type of cake where there's kind of like a hole in the middle and it makes it kind of like the, the edge of a brownie, but all over the cake. They're wonderful. You can make them lemon, you can make them vanilla, you can make them chocolate. We're not going to be making cakes, we're going to be making love, but I want you to go and get a silicon bunt pan. Now, if you don't know, silicon is a wonderful material, very soft, very sensuous, often used for the flesh of your higher grade sex dolls. So it should be very comfortable for your wife too with a few modifications that she can make with just a good old pair of pink and shears to sort of fit it to her body so it lifts and separates below the waist in a way that will clear access for you. And with a little bit of lube, uh, you guys will be making love tonight. So I wish you all the best. And for those of you who would deride, such as Lewis, for enjoying having sex with a fuller-figured woman, I, I 
wish you knew how hard fuller figured couples laugh at skinny people having sex. I mean, gross. Just like two rocking chairs clacking together. Two lobsters. Ooh, I don't like that at all. I think big sex is the best sex. And I wish you all the best with that bump. I like to fuck. You got a problem with that? No, I do not. But I love your energy. Thanks for calling in. Hey, Cora. She's gone. She's gone. Because of my foot thing. She's gone. I'll take my interview. You know, first off, congratulations. Out of all the fetishes in the world you could have, foot fetish is safe, it's legal in all 50 states, and it's just plain fun. So I don't know what your girlfriend would have to object about you wanting to worship and care for her feet. The only thing I can think of that would cause a problem is if maybe you're making it all about your fetish and not attending to her needs. Um, I used to have a roommate who's a boyfriend. He had this fetish where he liked to watch her eat a roast chicken. There was something specifically about her pulling meat off a bone. So, you know, a dry rub spare rib or a turkey leg or, like I say, a Costco chicken. That would generally just really send him wild. And I remember one day she was like, hey, you know, you never touch me, you never kiss me, you don't hold my hand, you don't know my last name. I, I, this is not fulfilling my set of needs. You're, you're enjoying me eating this chicken and dry rub spare ribs, but I'm not getting the attachment that I need. So, now he left never came back. He went out the bathroom window, shimmed down a drain pipe. Uh, we had to pay the manager for it, so it was a whole to-do. But what I'm trying to say is don't make the whole relationship about your fetish. You have to learn to sort of bring in the fetish as part of a larger tapestry of communication and eroticism between you and your partner. So that's my advice to all you fetishists. But foot fetishists, I do, I do have all the love in the world for y'all. A lot of foot fetishists in the uh, armed forces. So you're in great company, and blessed be. Hi, um, this is Gina. I don't know if I'm supposed to say my name or if it's like anonymous or whatever. But like, I'm calling about like butt sex. Um, so like, my boyfriend wants to like do it, and like I've never done it before, and like he has, and like his dick is like. It's, like, not, like, big, but it's, like, it's, like, small. It's, like, micro, you know? I'm, like, I want to, like, have, like, a good first experience, like, so I want to, like, feel something. I'm, like, I don't know that I can, like, feel something with him if he's, like, super tiny, you know? So, like, I'm just wondering, like, should I? Should I not? Like, how do I, like, broach the subject? Do I tell him, like, look, it's, like, too small. I won't feel anything. It's not worth it. You might get poop on your dick. Like, I don't know. I don't, I just don't know. And... I just need, like, advice, so, um, yeah, okay, thank you so much, bye. Gina, the first time is not going to be a pleasant experience, and I don't care what you do, uh, butt sex is kind of like your first time riding a bike. You're going to fall off, you're going to skin your knees, and you're probably not going to have a chance to ring the bell, but if you can master that skill, you can go all over the world. So I I just wish you all the best of luck, but do accept that it's going to take a little physical fortitude on your part. Don't be discouraged. You'll get the hang of it eventually. No chili, no heavy foods day before, and we're all rooting for you. We are all rooting for you here at Lovemakers. So call back, let us know how it goes. We wish you all the best. Blessed be.
Hi, Cora. For as long as I can remember, I've been a businessman and a successful one at that. Unfortunately, while my career has thrived, my love life has not. Now I want to get back into the dating game, but I feel like I've got no tools to help me on my search for love. Can you offer any advice? Thanks. This is such a great question because so many people are struggling with this exact problem. Um, I found success in my career. I'm ready to start a family. How do I find someone who I can share this life I've built with? And the best answer I can give you is to search out a coven and contact the invisible world and express your intention to the gods and goddesses that live in the tree of life with us. Hecate, Aphrodite, there are so many forces that will come to your aid if you supply them with sweets and, and delicious wine. If you're not sure where to find a coven, <laughs> I know I should, I should really be sponsored by these people, but Craigslist.com is a great resource. I know a lot of high schools have Wiccan groups. I myself, I lead the uh, Pagan Discovery group at the high school. That's a fancy name. We're essentially a coven. We go off on hikes and camping trips and just worship the Lord and the Lady and commune with the goddesses. And maybe they can help you too. Maybe you can go into a local high school and say, hey, is there a coven? I need some help. And that's a great opportunity for those young witches and wizards. And it's a great opportunity for you to really get in touch with those intentions. So that's my suggestion to you. And I, I think you'll be shocked how fast the powers that be will come to your aid and supply you with the uh, with the person of your dreams. So good luck listener. Do call back. Let us know how it goes. And I think I'm, I'm just about ready to hop in the car and drive on down to uh, to meet Frank for our anniversary dinner. So thank you everyone so much for joining me. I'm feeling so excited about tonight and about the work we're doing with each other here on the Lovemakers podcast. Please do call in, give me your questions. Our number here, 213-973-2157. That's 213-973-2157. And uh, this has been such a wonderful experience just sitting and having my cup of water here at the Starbucks while I chatted with you. I would have bought some coffee, but the braids were close to $500, which caught me off guard. So... Anyway, it's time for me to head off. Thank you again. You have a wonderful week. We'll talk later. 213-973-2157.